morning on this awesome Sunday morning, the first Sunday in July. I hope you're excited. Here in the Western Cape, we have a cold weather and it's raining, but we're excited. The Word of God is alive and burning in our hearts this morning because our life is built on a strong foundation when the Word of God is the final authority. Now, for the last month, we spoke on preparation, obedience, and focus. And last Sunday, we spoke in depth about the obedience. Jesus said, if you love me, you will do what I instruct you. And then John comes and he says, the way how God knows or that we love God is by doing what God says we must do. And to keep his instructions is not difficult. Hallelujah. So the word of God has been given so that I can have direction, correction, the victory, and be on track of what God is doing. The Bible is basic instruction before I leave the earth. That's what the Bible is. (laughs) Basic instruction. Now, This month we are speaking on growing, sowing and going. Oh my word. Where you need to develop in a reckless faith, daring faith, uncompromising faith to achieve and to overcome every possible thing Satan will try to throw at you. Now, I've put in writing, now normally uh, when I go to a coffee shop, now, I miss my offices, that's Mugabine and all these coffee shops, that's actually my office. I always pick up the little sugar uh, packets and there's always something writing on the back. And this is, it says, it's only after you've stepped outside your comfort zone that you begin to change, to grow and to transform. Now, that's a very powerful statement. And that's why you must realize this morning, God has no intention of making your life (laughs) meaningless. There's a lot of people, they just go life through life. They just cruise through life or struggle through life and wait for death to come and wait for the end and the trumpet must sound and... And, and I hear continually how people are focused on the wrong thing while we have the word of God. And listen, he put you on the face of the earth because he has a plan with you, <laughs> not for you. Co-laborers with God. In other words, it's like oxen. I've got an old yoke thing here downstairs in the garage and I was thinking to bring it up here it's where two oxen are together yoked together and they walk and pull what that's what God says we are uh, uh, together working with God now listen he's got for you my word he's got a phenomenal purpose for your life right here right now in This life where you are sitting. Now, uh, it's an honor to visit with you. And good morning that we can be with you. 
and all the Lofdal family, we miss you. Oh my word, Lofdal is doing phenomenal work in the week behind the scenes, feeding, taking care of families and impact multitudes of people. I even have people that write me, when can I be baptized? And there's new people added to the church in this time. Can you imagine what God is doing? I had somebody this week and say, when can I be baptized? Is the church open? People that have never been to our services. That's the greatness of what God is doing right now. Oh, my word. Tell your neighbor, say, don't miss the moment. Recognize the moment. Embrace the moment. And then walk in that moment of God. It's God's moment for you as righteous people. Now, let me get on with the word this morning because God's invitation to you is always to greatness what Jesus finished at the cross. It's always to a a greater position and power. And that's why we need to grow. And we'll speak about growing and sowing and going. That was Jesus' whole ministry. Growing, sowing, and going. That was, that's the whole gospel, <laughs> the power of God manifest because Jesus said, preach the gospel, preach the kingdom, and we need to manifest the kingdom of God on the face of the earth by what's important is first things first. Remember January, put God above everything, make him the first priority in your life. There's nobody worthy that did not leave father, mother, family, everything, and land and cars and houses. Listen, that will not have in this life a hundred times more. That what's that scripture mean? Doesn't pack your bags and leave your family now. And no, 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 no. It says put God first above everything, and then you will have a hundred times more. And that's what's so important because God's invitation to you is for greatness, is to fulfill out the destiny, live the destiny and God's purpose, why he have placed us on the face of the earth. Now, if the word of God this morning is your final authority, listen, if that word is the final authority, then we must know, oh my word, that (laughs) we are no longer moved by what I hear, what I see, what I feel, I am only moved by what the word of God says. I'm not moved by circumstances. I'm not moved by the news. I'm not moved by fear. Oh, my word. Fear is the number one weapon that they pump through the world to get people in the condition where they are right now. And out of fear comes rebellion and stubbornness and they said, he said, she said, and everybody said, and that's why I'm going. World changers never go with the flow. It's always somebody that will go stream up to make a difference. If you want to live this great life of faith, and (laughs) that's why Paul addressed Timothy, he said, fight the good fight of faith. That doesn't mean you fight from a defeated position. You fight from a victorious position. Oh, my word. And the fight you have is with words. 
Death and life is in the power of your tongue. And that's what I'm going to help you to grow. We need to grow in faith. Faith can grow the exceedingly, the abundantly, the above to experience that. Put your faith and trust in God. Now, Paul comes in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and in verse 4. And he says a powerful thing. For while we are still in this tent. <laughs> no, yeah. He says we groan. There's a, a battle going on. There's a fight going on. And uh, now he talks about this groaning thing that's inside of us. And then uh, explain about circumstances of life. And then he comes in verse 7. Now, we know the Bible was never written in chapters and in verses. So it's one big letter to the church, to Corinth. That was the church who know what is the gifts. They understand the apostolic, what we say, the apostles and prophets and teachers, evangelists and shepherds. They understand all this. And they understand the love walk and the prophecy. And then he comes and he says, For we walk <laughs> by faith. Wow. He says, we regulate our lives and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief respecting man's, listen, oh my word, <laughs> relationship to God and divine things with trust and holy fervor. Thus we walk not by sight or by appearance. Wow! We can preach a whole month on that, just on that scripture. Because you see, you accepted Jesus Christ and then we get, wow, new creatures, metamorphosis happened in our lives and we become something that never existed before. We're in a new bloodline and a new family we have a new father. We have a new king. Hallelujah. <laughs> and, and, and now that we are walking in this life, don't think the devil is going to fold his arms and just let you do it. No, he'll come with circumstances. He'll come with what you hear here. And we are bombarded with negative information. We are bombarded. They prepare people what the world prepare people what they want, and never what God wants. And that's what we, where we are different. Say, I am different. Because this is very important when the Amplified says that we are moved uh, not by what we experience or by sight or by appearance. He says, we regulate and conduct our lives or ourselves by our conviction. Our conviction must be this morning that the word of God is the highest authority. Now, if I'm not moved by what I hear, what I see, what I feel, or by my circumstances, then I must be moved by something, and that's the word of God. Because <laughs> you must make this morning and every day of your life the word of God your final authority. 
Make it the final saying. What God says is more important than what any or everybody says on the face of the earth. Listen, and that will indicate <laughs> that I am not going to let circumstances overpower me or what's happening in the world take control of me. And I'm not going to be in that mainstream going just where they're going and speaking all the time death and the problems. I'm going to speak from a heavenly position seated as a son and a daughter of God with circumstances under my feet with world overcoming power. That scripture in 1 John 5 and you have overcome the world <laughs> by your faith means you have overcome the cosmos system, the system we live in every day by what you believe. You can either add what God says and be above or believe what the devil and the world are saying and be beneath. Now we know the confession that Moses had and what God made redeemed him and, 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 and gave him this promises and Deuteronomy 28. And uh, now we redeemed from the curse of the law, Galatians chapter 3, that the blessings of Abraham can come upon us. And that blessing say, I am the head and not the tail. The tail is a stinking place to be. <laughs> You, you're going up and not down, forward and not backwards if I do what the Word says. That's the key. Do what the Word says. Because I can quote all the scriptures and do have all these charismania cliches and this one and that one. But if I don't do the basic stuff, all those words will never manifest in my life. It starts with the word I said that will cause havoc, obedience. And we've learned last week, we're not slaves that say, I must do it, and somebody's with a whip, and we're afraid God's going to zap me if I... No, no, no. We're not orphans. I do it because I must. No, we sons and daughters, I do it because I want to. I want to is more important than... I'm obligated to <laughs> because I do it with a happy attitude, the attitude of Jesus Christ. Now, if God's word is the final authority in your life, listen, then what's going to happen, it indicates not situations, not circumstances, not lack, not sickness, not, not, not whatever is going to overpower me. One way the enemy will come, but flee before me seven ways. No, I am pulling them down. Everything that tries to dilute my hope, paralyze my planning, and redirect my life in the wrong direction. Now, <laughs> the wolf said to little red riding hood, oh my word, where does this come from now? You take the shortcut and I'll take the long road. But what he did, he lied. He took the shortcut and he put her on the long journey. He redirected her life. That's just now a fable story. 
<laughs> and to her grandmother. Now, the wolf is waiting. <laughs> the devil is a thief. <laughs> and that's why we need to understand. Because I am not and will not be moved by what I hear, I see, I feel, I'm only moved by the word of God. That's why I cannot be angry with people. I cannot walk in unforgiveness and bitterness and curse and, and, and want it my way. Because then the word of God is not the final authority. You become from relationship to religion. But when the word is final authority, you have the peace that surpass all understanding. You're in this world, you're not from this world. You tap your strength, your power, your ability from the kingdom you are from, the kingdom of God. That's unshakable. Oh, unchangeable. Hallelujah! That's the word of God, what God prepared for us. Come on, people! And that's why we can stand on that firm foundation. The message translation says, it's what we trust in <laughs> and yet not see. Listen, that keeps us going. What keeps me going? A 10,000 plus seater building. A billion uh, harvests of souls. A mighty harvest of signs, wonders, and miracles where God's going to use every possible individual. A harvest of finances, no more lack, that we can do everything that we need to do for God. Because that's what the message translation, that's the easy translation of that scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 4. Listen, it's what we trust in. Not in your paycheck. Oh, my word. Businesses are closing. Businesses that are existing for 86 years and 60 years and 40 years and 30 years and 20 years collapse. Listen, because our trust is not in that. That's, oh, that was only the channel that things flow through us. Our trust, it's what we trust in, says that scripture, and yet not see. I don't see it with my physical eye, but I'm pregnant. Remember, Dr. Cho, I'm pregnant with a table, a, a, a bicycle, and a chair. Hallelujah. And the end result was he, he, he got his bicycle, table, and chair. It's what I not see right now, but what I believe that keeps me going. Oh, my word. Because it's that keep going what the enemy hates. He wants you to quit tossing the towel. Don't believe you can. Don't believe you have the ability. He wants you to give up. No, no, no. Never quit. You're going from strength to strength, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. You're going to do greater exploits for God in this time than ever before. Come on, people. That can take a amen, hallelujah, a greater impact. You're going to be a great pioneer. Near. Oh, my word, we spoke on um, settlers and museum keepers. Pioneers are spearheading and break through the barriers. And that's what I say, champions always. Never blend in, they stand out. 
They say, I, I, I'm not denying what's happening, but I don't need to be part of what's happening. And that's why <laughs> it's to walk in this life, the life of faith, is what's going to keep you going, what you believe in, what you put your trust in, even if you cannot see it yet. Because the world operates by Seeing is believing. Faith people operates by believing is seeing. I believe it. Now I see it. And now the manifestation of the greatness come. Come on, somebody. And that's what we need to see. Because believing is seeing. That means I move from the promise of the scripture, the Logos word, the written word, to the manifestation of the word, the rhema word, the revealed word of God. Hallelujah. Because, listen, circumstances can change. Every battle you fight, every battle I fought in my life had an expiration date. When you go to the store and you buy something, there's an expiration date on it, uh, 2020. Uh, July, what's the date today? Is it the 5th, maybe? <laughs> and uh, that's the expiration date. Tell the devil, say, my circumstances expire today. It expires right now. After 9 o'clock on this phenomenal Sunday morning, it expires in the name of Jesus because I'm stepping into the life of faith where I see the answer and the solution circumstances may change, but God's word never, somebody say never, never can change. What are we talking about this month on that daring faith, great faith, exceptional faith by growing, sowing, and going? That's the key words that's going to help you to understand because real Bible Faith, always look beyond the circumstances. If I had to sit on the hip because of circumstances, we wouldn't be where we are today by the grace of God. <laughs> the only difference when I see the street people and somebody living under the bridge, I said, it's the grace. It's I tapped into God's grace helped me to overcome we all had that opportunity to toss in the towel, to quit, to question my God and to answer and is God real and where are you? Yeah, we all had that opportunity. Say, I had that opportunity. Come on, people. Remember, liars don't you go to heaven. <laughs> and the devil is a liar and his pants is on fire. But I realize it was the grace. That's why real Bible faith that move mountains, call things that doesn't exist into existence, that speak situations out of the way, is based on it look beyond the circumstances and always speak that end result. Dr. Cho, after he received the bicycle, the table and a chair, he said, if this principle of the word works for a bicycle table and a chair, I have a dream to have the largest church on the face of the earth. 
And I was sitting in that church on a Sunday in October in 1999 in Yoidoi Full Gospel Church in Seoul, Korea. Oh, my word. I, the tears were just running through, out of my eyes because I was so grateful. And that's where I tell you long before, it was in 1981, eight, yeah, 81, when I had the dream Dr. Cho was <laughs> unknown in South Africa. And I dreamt I was in Korea at Dr. Cho's church. And he was taking me, we were walking up the stairs and he shared with me what God, in this dream, now I'm not a dreamer, I can tell you maybe on seven fingers that what I have dreamt in 64 years close by, there's about seven dreams. And this dream, while we walk, I heard the audible voice of God speaking out of heaven. And he said, don't you think what I have done in Seoul, Korea, I can do in Cape Town, South Africa. And suddenly there were Builders Warehouse and the, the mall is built of Cape Gate. I suddenly found me there in that, I dreamt in that dream, that building was standing there. Now that was just a dream. But I, it was a reality to me still today. Don't you think what God did there, he can do here. Say God can. What God did with Peter getting money out of the fish mouth and helped the widow of Zarephath, 1 Kings chapter 17, and in 2 Kings helped the widow whose husband died with the oil and everything multiplying and taking the little boy's loaves of five loaves and two fishes and fed 30,000, 25,000 people. Don't you think that God can do it for you? Yes, amen. Yeah, boy, yeah, boy, go, go. He can do it. Not only he can, he wants to do it. It's a done deal. And that's why I need to not to be moved by my circumstances or by what I feel or my life is going to be regulated by what I feel and what I think but what I believe through the word of God. Come on, we don't pretend. And that's where a lot of people wants to give up. They say, oh, your faith people pretend. Sickness doesn't exist in circumstances and the corona people put under. Have anybody ever seen somebody die of corona? Yeah, 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 we have people close by and uh, I can tell you stories what we went through in this hundred, what, how many days. And... Uh, so many lives was taken and died and all this. But listen, we don't deny the circumstances. But we always, <laughs> what we do, we don't pretend they're not real. <laughs> we don't pretend they doesn't exist. Because of sickness or a lack of money or poverty, Oh, we, we, we don't pretend that doesn't exist. It is there. We work daily. Daily our staff and our pastors are working. Their stories that comes out, you'll be shocked. I was sharing at a um, doctor's office last year how we rescue the babies and feeding. And they say, where does that happen? Up in Africa. I said, no, five minutes away. They say, you lie. This That's how people are going through life. They... If I tell them that, uh, uh, what's the boy that 
was picked up from the trash heap. George was picked up four hours old from the trash heap. They say, oh, it happens in Kenya, Nigeria, and somebody said, no, it happens here right on your doorstep, Cryfontaine, and surrounding areas, I said. But listen, I don't deny the fact that it is there. But what I do, what faith believe, is the, what the Word of God is saying. And the Word of God, real Bible faith, Always look beyond the circumstances. They don't look at the mountain. They look what's on the other side of the mountain. And if you know this morning what's on the other side of the little mole's heap that the devil is kicking up, you'll start screaming, shouting, dancing, jumping up and around, hallelujah, clapping. (laughs) And be excited. That's why, tell yourself this morning by the word of God, I am stronger than what I thought I was. I never, never gonna give up. Now, let me get further with the word. (laughs) Even when your checkbook says zero balance. (laughs) Oh my word, when you go to the ATM machine and it says insufficient money. (laughs) Even when the doctors speak over your body or you fail that symptoms coming on. Come on, people. Even if your children and your family gets more crazy and the children start going on a path they're not supposed to be and they act crazy, (laughs) we're not pretending it's not happening. That's real. But what we are saying, I am not moved by what my natural eyes saw right now. We haven't had church in our building for how many months? I haven't been in the South Africa church. I've been in this church, yeah. But I haven't been in the building, oh my word, since before I went to America. And I think that was here, what, in February. And, uh, but you know the faithfulness of God. (laughs) How God kept us going. How I had to speak the word of God. I think I was in that building Twice with funerals, but not in services. And and I, I see how the hand of God is moving. Because I made this decision in 1979. I'm going to live the life of faith. I'm gonna, not going to live by somebody's opinion. I'm not going to live by what the denomination is preaching. And the hellfire and brimstone. And you're not good enough. And you're never going to make it. And this. Uh, I know of a pastor, he said he doesn't allow nobody on his platform because nobody is righteous, he's the only one. So he does the f- the welcoming, he does the worship, he does the preaching, he does the praying, he does everything. And today when I look at his life, I say, oh my word, help Jesus. That was a wrong concept because God wants you to understand how vital, important you are working with God, his assignment, what he has planned ahead of time for you to live out. Now, let me come to a a landing because I think we have how many minutes before an hour is over and I'm going to try to do it before the time. Listen, what you say, I am not moved by what I see, what I hear, what I am feeling. I am only moved by the word of God the final 
authority. The word of God. Say it after me. The word of God. The final authority. Because with the word of God, my financial status are subject to change. <laughs> and my status in my body is subject to change by the word. My children and my family is subject to change. Circumstances is subject to change. I want to tell preachers there, your ministry is subject to change. This is not the end. This is just the beginning of greater things. <laughs> start over. Start fresh. Now you start out of experience, not out of ignorance. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. <laughs> because remember 2 Corinthians 5, 4. I am not moved by what I feel. I am only moved by what I believe. Because that's what we said. Circumstances change, but God's word Never, somebody say never, 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 never change. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withered, the flowers fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Oh, my word. What will stand forever? The word of God. It's an unchanging word. That's why Jeremiah 29, 11. God has made up his mind about you. Oh, God is stripping me. Oh, God, allow this sickness. God is teaching me a lesson through this cancer, through this robbing, through this... No, there's not a university in God's kingdom of circumstances, sickness, poverty, lack, uh, stripping. <laughs> God doesn't teach people to strip. <laughs> No, no, God adds on the full price, the very reason Jesus came, that they, who's the they, those who accept him, those who serve him, those who follow instruction, those who are obedient to the word of God. Come on, people, because faith is seen from God's perspective. When you move by your circumstances, that's the world's perspective. But when you move by God, what did Jesus paid for? He paid for every sin, every sickness. You have, I said it over and over, you have too much of God inside of you that cancer can overrule you. Or COVID-19, or financial problems, or depression, or anxiety. Because that's the biggest thing people fight at the moment. They are driven by fear. And when you're driven by fear, you will make foolish decisions. Real faith helps you to make the right decisions in God. And that's what we need to do. Well, that's why when you're, listen, when you listen to the news, if you put the news on, you see that one news reporter, when he start reading news, he said, I had enough of this. It's COVID-19 and coronavirus in the news. And he said, I had, he said it on television. Now, that's where you need to be, not moved by those things. That's why I am not listening to the negativity, <laughs> and it's a daily thing. But <laughs> I need to see things from God's perspective. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. The word sound mind, I have the mind of Christ. I think as God thinks. Those scriptures says, and I was reading that scripture in the week, 
He said in the last days all these things is going to happen. There's going to be pestilence. That's what we experience. There's going to be floods. That's what we've seen last Saturday. Oh, my word. Wallace Dean flooded. I mean, cars, window height through the water. People don't have, a or they had a little. They either have nothing. That's where we need to intervene and, and, and act on the word and start giving. And thank God for the givers in the kingdom. You're going to be blessed. That's the only way how you can ever lend unto God. He who gives to the poor, he who is concerned over the poor, who takes care of the poor, lends unto the Lord. There's no other scripture that in from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22 that guarantees you that. And God is nobody's debt. He will reward him for that. Now, God's reward works on the term of seed time and harvest. The harvest is always greater. That's why when we ever face a challenge, I gave. I, I came home. Uh, I was in Northumberland Road, and I had to pick up a, a car part, and uh, the mechanic was working, and there was a man in the trash gang, and I, I said, you know how we say, oh, shame, I feel so sorry. And I heard the Lord said, what are you going to do about it? And I thought, I don't expect God to speak to me in the car. I mean, I'm here to pick up a, a car part. And I took out 20 rand and the Lord said, shame on you. <laughs> what do you think 20 rand is going to do? Because normally I don't travel with cash money. When I go to the stores, I have a card. And I had a hundred rand note in my pocket and the Lord said, Give him that to show him that I love him. Now, I called him. He was still trash, getting the trash to eat. And I said, son, do you know Jesus? He said, yes. And I said, this is a sign how much he loves you. He said, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I said, no, thank God. It's God. And that stayed with me. All the time. One day I was coming up the road here uh, in Yip de Jager, and a man was walking. It was the 24th of December. And I could see the devastation on his face. And he was talking to himself. And I heard the Lord said, stop and give him a few hundred rand. I said, God. And I had in my pocket that day. I said, I don't even know this man. The Lord said, follow my instruction and be obedient. And I stopped there. Now, I'm not telling you the things I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm saying it's an act of faith. And I stopped there and I said, come here. And I gave it to him, tears running down his cheek. It looked like pearls. And he said, oh, I was just telling God I had no job. I have a family. And tomorrow is Christmas and we have nothing. I don't know if it was three or five hundred rand. I cannot... He said, and here God shows me how much he loves me. That's what it is to show the act of kindness growing. You need to grow in your faith. Sowing was part of Jesus' nature. For God so loved the world that he gave. He sowed his son so that billions can be come in as a harvest. And then he gave the instruction, go. That's why Jesus go, whom shall I send? Whom shall go? And he said, I will go. Isaiah said, here am I. He sent me. Who shall go? <laughs> the book of Revelation and the Lamb said, I will go. So it's about growing, sowing, <laughs> and going. Oh, my word. 
that's what the gospel is about. The good news. It's good news. Preach it to the poor first. The poor need to be taken care of. Then God will add all these things. Let me get to the word. Because I choose to follow God's word above what I have experienced. Now, family, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sharing this word because of hearsay. This is my life. This is my family's life. We, we, we live this life of understanding not to be moved by what we feel or circumstances. Now, as what you want to call me, the main janitor in the church or the visionaire, <laughs> I one time said to a pastor, you all can go. I just had to stay here because I carry the mandate of God. Now to, to cough up 600,000, somebody sent me a text that you had to fire because big companies delay and fire their people and go bankrupt and close the doors. I said, thank God we didn't have to fire one person or let one person go in this crucial time. And we didn't have to cut the people's pay because God is still God. Life is just going on. The uh, estate agent said, why don't you ask the, the one building that we rent for 46000 a month, ask them this provision made by the law for 50%. I said, no, we are church, we God's people. We need to prove to them how true and honor, honest is God because people have a bad taste in their mouth with that. And I said, we kept God kept us going. God, sometimes we pay ahead. <laughs> <laughs> of the next month. Come on, people, that's God. Now, now let me take you to Isaiah 40, verse 6. That's just a verse above. So then, we are always full of good and hopeful and confident courage. We are full of what? Now, we're talking about the life of person who put the word of God as the final authority Paul says, we are full of good, <laughs> not bad, not negative good. Now, I have a saying, people say, how are you doing? Good. I said, no, you're great. Good is the greatest enemy to great. That's what that word also can be translated to. He said, good or great and hopeful. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hebrews 11.1, 1, the evidence of things yet not seen. He says, hopeful and confident courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are abroad from the home of the Lord that is promised to us. Oh, my word. Now, listen what Paul says. He says we have that hope of faith or the greatness that we believe for. We carry that evidence. We are hopeful and we are confident and full of courage. <laughs> Whoa! That's a mouthful. Come on, somebody. <laughs> no matter what happened around us, the word of God will or cannot change. God wants you to have so much hope to operate in good when everybody's cursing and swearing and and frustrated and whatever i feel sometimes on swing we have sent chandeliers here but they cannot show now this house is about 47 years old 
I feel like swinging on the chandeliers, <laughs> climbing the trees, jump on the roof. I was a few times already on the roof. But listen, with all the circumstances around us, ladies and gentlemen, there's days that I had to believe God for. That's why I'm saying I'm talking about my daily life, our lives by the grace of God that we live by. I'm sharing your principles that take something from a zero that God can make you a hero. From nothing to something so powerful that can impact the world. Because everything God does is to that we can live out God's promise, God's dream, and fulfill that great assignment. And that's why now, it doesn't matter what happened, the circle. God's word can never change. When the world talks about crisis, like the American says, crisis, or about financial collapse and economy collapse and of money collapse, you, uh, you can always go to Philippians 4.19 if you are a giver, if you honor God for his kingdom and you give to help advance God's kingdom. My God shall supply. He didn't say the government. didn't say Sassar. He didn't say winning the lotto. That, that will be great. He says, my God shall supply all of my needs. Help according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. What you need will not cause a collapse in heaven. God's financial kingdom are so stable. <laughs> I know of people in this time of lockdown crisis, they prosper. They prosper. Oh, my word. They start new businesses. They got promotion in the work. They move in houses. There's people that bought new cars. In this crisis time, when you look at their record, you will see they are phenomenal, uh, daring givers in the kingdom of God. They help feeding the poor and take care and Blankets, and this is what we're going to do this week. Give blankets and feed more and feed more. We need to impact. We have impacted over a thousand families, and there's thousands of people whose lives are impacted. Now, we don't sit here on a hip and, and, and know there's activity happening. That's why we're not moved by the circumstances. We take the word of God as the final authority. That's what I stand on, and I believe it. I'm not going to allow circumstances to cause me to waver. James says, a man that waver is double-minded. Waver means doubt, twayful, doubt. He's double-minded. Now, this is a very scary scripture. And a double-minded person cannot expect anything to receive anything from God. You must be single-minded. God said it. People ask, how are you going to build that 10,000? Exactly how we did all the other stuff. We bought property at church cash in Calfinia. Oh, my word. Oatshorn Church was built cash <laughs> by the congregation there in a poor community. Come on, people. <laughs> Dr. Demas built that church cash there. My gosh, that's what God can do. God is able. God didn't change. Now, let me get to the final thing. Get to the place where you are determined in your heart that the word of God is going to be your final authority. That's why what Paul says, we have confident. If you know what the word says, you can be confident. If you know what I says, 
If I give you a promise, you need to be confident in what I says. Come on, somebody. If I can find out what God says about my circumstances, I can stand on that promise. I can believe it. I act upon it. And I do it. That's why tithing is not, I pay my tithes, it's honor. If you honor me, honor God with the first fruits, with substance, then see, I will open the floodgates of heaven. I will fill your storehouses. You will not have enough room. I will give you the overflow. If you bring your tithes to the storehouse, I myself will rebuke the devourer for your sake. If you honor me, uh, that's about God doesn't need your money. He's in need of nothing. We need it to complete the assignment. And the devil knows, and he tries to tap into that. He, he robs you. He wants, to, he wants you to touch God's portion. Then you need to leave the garden. But if you honor God's portion, you will get further. Oh, my word, that's phenomenal testimonies. Sis Abigail, oh, oh, my word, they have a phenomenal testimony. Pastor Siva has phenomenal testimonies. In the lockdown, how God prosper and bless him and, and how God rescue people out of water accounts and lights accounts and help them with their bonds and help them with the car notes and things because they give us, they give into the kingdom of God. Come on, people. How God healed people. Supernatural things happen. That's the gospel. Not just a humdrum thing and I go to church and I, I'm very really No, it's a lifestyle. It's your DNA. It's the character of God that you operate by. You, you, you must get to that place where you are determined in that, that God's word is the final authority because he said, I have the confidence. And when I have the confidence, I can act upon it. Now, Jesus said, Satan is a liar and he's the father of all lies. Satan is a liar. He's the father of all lies. That means it's impossible for Satan to speak the truth. It's impossible for God to lie. And that's what you, next time when Satan comes with a lie, if he says anything that the word is not saying, by your stripes we are healed. My God shall supply all of my needs. My whole family will be saved. Me and my house will serve the Lord. I will prosper in this life. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be a mighty sower. I'm going to go and preach the gospel, the kingdom of God. I'm a powerful uh, disciple maker. If the devil comes next time and uh, he tries to tell you, <laughs> you're not going to get healed. God's not going to supply. you just diagnosed with cancer or with COVID-19 or with whatever, and you're not going to get healed. Say, what's that, devil? God's word says, by his stripes I'm healed. He sent his word to heal me. Now, if I've never preached a great message, this is one of the greatest messages because it's a seed and the powerful key to unlock the greatness of God. I have mustard seeds somewhere in my pocket in a little bottle. And uh, man, there's a few hundred of them in this little bottle. If I can find it, I don't know where it is. I walk with it in my pocket this morning and uh, somewhere. I don't know where it is right now. But listen, what I want to share with you, if you have faith like the grain of a mustard seed, let your faith start growing to miracle faith, breakthrough faith, to <laughs> turn around faith. This is a few hundred mustard seeds in this little bottle. 
and you need the grain of that mustard seed to move the mountain, speak to the street to move. Come on, somebody. The devil comes and he said, you're not going to need, it's not going to be met. You're going bankrupt. <laughs> or he said, your family is not going to serve God. Immediately, immediately. He works with the speed of a thought. Immediately starts saying, <laughs> laugh at the devil. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is your strength. Start laughing and say, devil, you can take that trash somewhere. Everything you tell me is a lie. Everything. God's word says. That's how Jesus defeated Satan. The word says. You said it. <laughs> Jesus. He said it. And that's why I stand on the word. Jesus said you're a liar devil. That's why I'm not taking anything that you tell me. I'm standing. I choose not to believe anything you say. I believe my God shall supply all my needs. I believe by his stripes I'm healed. I believe I have abundance. I believe I have the joy of the Lord is my strength. I believe me and my house will serve the Lord. That's what I believe because I have confidence. Hallelujah. Because the life of faith is a confident life. <laughs> we see it as God sees it. Say, I see it as God sees it. God doesn't see you in lack, in poverty, defeated, uh, 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 excuse that I'm alive. No, he sees you with boldness. He sees you with something so powerful. Proverbs 26 verse 1. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. That word bold means fearless. Wow. They are consistent and uh, they are um, uh, relentless. That's the word I'm looking for in what we seek. They are relentless. They are consistent. They are confident. Psalm 89 verse 34. My cov co covenant I will not break nor alter the thing. That is come out of my lips, saith God. Wow. I can fail you. Systems can fail you. A church maybe can fail you. People can fail you, husband, your wife, or whatever. But God said, my word is consistent in what I say. And that's why I found out this morning, what does God say? What does God say about my situation? Digging the word. Oh, God says that, no, no, he doesn't say the devil. He doesn't say he punish you. He doesn't say, he, 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 no, no, no. God says, I came that you might have life and that you, they might have it in abundance. You the they that the Bible speaks about. Because you have world overcoming faith this morning. Change your speaking. Why don't we start with? What it, the Hewlett Sugar says, it's only after you stepped outside your comfort zone that you begin to change, you grow, and you transform. Faith must grow. The growing faith. Faith must grow. When your faith grows, your sowing grows, and your going grows. Then you get relentless, you're fearless, you roar like a lion. 
You are bold as can be. You no longer see yourself as a little cat. You don't see yourself as defeated. You don't see yourself in the circumstances. We, you don't see yourself what you came through. My sister Tossie was shot hijacked. The bullet ripped open her skull. You could see a brain. They turned the, the pipe gun and hit her. By the grace of God, I raised her from the dead. Two years ago, she was severely raped terribly. Man stabbed her in her neck and on her head, hit her with a big knife, and told her how he's going to kill her. And you know what? What I told her, you have a choice. You can get better. The fact that you survived that first thing and that God, God's got a plan with your life, the fact that you came through some stuff, you're not... you. You somewhere about a hurricane, so you survive storms and tribulations and battles. But that's not where God keeps you. That can only be a school that you went through. God called you to be significant. That's greater than success. That's greater than survival mode. Because you need to understand your identity. You need to understand God's purpose. Go and make disciples. That's what we called. You will lay your hands on the sick. God didn't call me to be this mighty man of the hour, the only guy from the power. Now he called all of us to go and make disciples. That's when greatness is, and it's a faith action, to start praying and believing God and pull the things out of the spirit world. The only difference between what you need and where it is is this. <laughs> There's a second heaven in between. And God's promises, and that second heaven is defeated. That's where Satan operates. He's not the God. He's not in control. It's only in control in this world what we allow him to be controlled. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. So what authority does Satan have? Only what the ambassadors allow him. The governmental people of God allow him. There was a witch doctor opposite our hotel. We laid hands on that building and command him. First they share the gospel. He said, no. And then they command him to move. He died of a heart attack. Second one came, took over with the python snake. He was, he said, he's now bigger than the one that was there. He who was working with a gun, the shot went off and he shot himself. Come on, people. God is not this power. You have power. Now I'm not walking around and say, oh, curse someone and you die. No, no, no. You, you have the authority to speak that word. Ananias and Sapphira is going to die because they lied. And they did not put God first and made him the ultimate source. And they kept back what belongs to God. Now we live in that time. You're a person of authority. You have the word in you. The word of God in your mouth is as powerful as God's word in your mouth. What do you believe God for? What circumstances need to change? What, 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 what do you need to happen to pull out of the spirit world into the natural world? It's going to happen by faith. By faith. By faith it's going to happen. Not just praying. Uh, you need to pray by faith. Uh, what you believe, what you ask for, believe that you will receive it and you will have it. What you believe God for. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's the greatest miracle on the face of the earth. You who serve God, you're the greatest miracle. You're greater than raised from the dead people of healing of cancer, blind, see, restored, financial breakthroughs. What? You're a greater miracle. What do you need? Now, if you don't know Jesus, pray this prayer with me. You need to be born twice so that you can live once and forever. If you're only born in the natural, you're going to die twice. If you're born again, 
You're going to die once this body. Maybe you're going to stay while Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Second death I will have no authority over you. Pray the Spirit. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I've heard the word of God. And I decide this morning to make the word of God the final authority. I come short of the glory of God. And your word says, when I confess with my mouth, believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. Forgive me my sin and wash me in your blood. Because you are Lord of all. That means supreme master, the ruler. And Lord, rule in my heart. Rule over my life from this day on. I'm going to serve you. I'm a child of God. I'm going to leave this broadcast uh, from this place, not anymore as a sinner. I was a sinner. I am now saved by grace. I'm a son and a daughter of the living God because I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit and do what God tells me to do because I love him in Jesus' name. You are born again. Start living that life and grow in faith that you will be a mighty man and woman of God. Because faith worketh by love. Anything in your life will change and be a life changer. If you believe God for that healing, that miracle, lay your hands, get a handkerchief, anoint it with oil, and lay your hands on it and send it where by his stripes you have been made whole. He took sickness and disease upon him so that you can be completely healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Tonight we're going to serve the table, the communion. If you need financial breakthrough, say, oh, Satan, you take your hands off on God's property. Take your hands off my household. Take your hands off my food. Take your hands off my petrol. Take your hands off my bank account. Take your hands off my business. Take your hands off my calling in the name of Jesus. Right. Speak it out. He's hard of hearing. You need to say it. And say, God, I thank you that you supply all of my needs according to your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, my family will serve the Lord. We're going from strength to strength. Loftal will impact the world. And I'm going to take you on the second step of growing, sowing, and going. God bless you. What an honor to serve you. We love you. From our family to your family. The De Toys and the Fontonders and the Duplessis and the Smiths and uh, what family surname we have. God bless you. And the Westasons, and we love you this morning in Jesus' name. Until tonight, six o'clock, tell somebody, bring somebody, share with somebody. We love you. Have a victorious world overcoming Sunday.